Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. In 2014, with two failing lungs, the future wasn't looking so bright for a local Hudson man, Griff Hill. As a father of two and a husband to his beautiful wife, Linda, Griff had a lot to live for, but his days were numbered. Hi, you're listening to episode 129 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. In March of 2014, Griff received a double lung transplant, giving him a second chance at life, a chance to hopefully spend many, many more years with his children and his wife. Griff and his family have shown their gratitude by helping to spread the word of the importance of organ eye and tissue donation. Griff has shared his story many times at programs and in public. They have also supported the cause by participating in the Gift of Life Walk and Run since 2014. And you know what? They keep coming back every year, and we're so grateful. Griff's Grateful Gang has raised more than $88,000 and is going strong for the 2023 Walk and Run as well. Griff, I can't thank you enough for being here and talking with me. How are you doing? I am doing great, Carly. Thanks for, for having me on. It's it's a busy time of the year for Gris Grateful Gang, and I know LifeBank with the uh, Gift of Life Walk and Run coming up. We're so excited for it. Yeah, you're bringing back some memories. That was nine and a half years ago. I had the, the uh, lung transplant, and that's why that's why we do this every year, just to honor my donor and all donors out there. Absolutely. There is no better reason to do an event than that. Can you share with our audience why you needed a double lung transplant? Uh, sure. Real briefly, I guess uh, back in um, 2014, I was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis. Later in 2013, I found myself being you know, short of breath. I went and had some tests done, and that was the preliminary diagnosis. So in February of 2014, I went into the Cleveland Clinic and had a biopsy done. And what happened was my lungs became very inflamed and I never left the hospital, basically. So uh, treatment was started. And over the course of probably six weeks, at one point I was put on actually ECMO because my lungs were deteriorating so bad. And then the decision was to, to consider me for a double lung transplant. And Dr. David Mason, I remember it was my surgeon, he came in and he was a lifesaver, you know, and so was my donor. So the Cleveland Clinic staff is unbelievable. My family and friends are unbelievable. I mean, they, the support that I had during that time and after was incredible. Um, heading up the, the team was my wife, Linda. It was, it was hard for them. It was way harder for them than it was for me. I was, I was in a coma most of the time. So. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It's, it's one of those things you just never expect. And unfortunately, a lot of people are in that situation where they're told chances are you're not leaving in the hospital until you have a transplant. And that's a very scary place to be. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was, I got to a point where I was declining at such a rate that 
I was about to be pulled off the list because it just wouldn't be viable. And then all of a sudden, lungs came available. It was like a last minute reprieve. Wow. It was crazy. Do you know anything about your donor, Griff? I wrote the letter uh, about a year after the, the transplant, sent it off to LifeBank, and LifeBank then sent it off to the uh, donor family. And I, I haven't heard back. And you know what? It's a great day for me, but it's a day of tragedy for that family. So they deal with whatever way they want to, and, and not getting in touch with me is fine. Um, they're grieving, you know? So that's why the gift of life, walk, and run is so important to us because it's our day to honor that family mm. and honor that person. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm in the same situation. My donor family has never written back and I don't need to hear from them. They made the decision at that time. I am grateful that they made that decision. Um, exactly. Yeah. And they owe me <laughs> nothing more than the, what <laughs> no they've doubt. already given me. So Exactly. Great. Well, speaking of the gift of life, walk and run, you know, that's just a couple of weeks away. I mean, the year is flying by, so we'll be talking in person in a few weeks. When you went to that first walk in 2014, what were your feelings after you left that day? I can remember like it was yesterday. Linda and I, we went, it was in August, so I had just had the transplant in March. I needed to get some exercise, so the Cleveland Clinic somehow gave us information about Life Bank and the gift of life, walk and run. So we're like, you know what? We can. Uh, I need some exercise. Let's go do this for them. So we joined the Cleveland Clinic team at the time. They had a team, and we did the walk. And I was just surrounded by donor families and recipients, and was like, oh, this is crazy. It was just a. It was such a feeling of togetherness and just love actually with, with these donor families. And so Lynn and I walked away and we came home and we were like, listen, we got to, we got to do something, you know, we got to get people involved in this. And that was the beginning of Chris Grateful Gang. Well, and what a gang <laughs> you've acquired yeah. over the years. I mean, your team is always in the top 10 as far as fundraising goes. And as I mentioned, you're over $88,000 accumulatively. And I think if I saw it right, probably going to be in the top 10 again this year. You guys are really devoted. We're in third right now, just to let you know. And I've been in the top five. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I apologize. The but but no, no, one's, no one's keeping track. Well, you know what? And we do, we, we talk about the funds raised. And of course, yeah. the money is important because. It supports donor families, it supports community education opportunities, and it really does help get that word out about the, the vital need for more registered donors. But it's more about the celebration of life for us. Exactly. Um, you know, Life Bank always walks away. We always have a, a large amount of teams, donor families, recipients, hospital teams, partner teams. And it's just awesome to see everybody coming together in a great way, in a positive way for a great cause. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with some other teams and competing about who has the most walkers, members, money raised. But uh, when it comes down to it, it doesn't really matter. It's all about awareness and, and getting, getting the funds to, to LifeBank to do what you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I noticed your social media presence has really gone up a bar or two. You've become, become really creative with your post. I, you, you've been cracking me up. Well, good. Well, I try. I try. I run them by Linda first to see if it is um, appropriate. And uh, she's put a thumbs down on a couple. But yeah, I try to, I try to make it light and funny. You know, get people aware like, hey, this is a team. Let's get on it. So that's uh, what I do. Well, it's awesome. And we appreciate it. It just, it brings a smile to my face. And you mentioned that there is some competition. Team Choose Wisely is always at the top as yeah. well as Team Kini Beanie. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because their stories are a lot different than yours. The Christie family, Team Kini Beanie, who honors their daughter, Kiera who was 11 years old when, sadly, she was an organ donor and saved the lives of other children. Heartbreaking. Yeah. They work hard each and every year. They're coming up with something. And Team Choose Wisely is a group Tanya Markarian put together and her co-captain, Cheryl Silas, who had two sons uh, touched by donation and transplantation. Her one son, Dylan had a heart transplant and survived for several years. Sadly, he passed away. And then her other son, Clinton, passed away while waiting for a heart transplant. And Tanya Markarian does it in honor of a friend who received a transplant, but it was really too late. And they ended up passing away not too long afterwards. But she is a devoted advocate for LifeBank. So... Their motivation is different than a donor family's and also very different from a recipient's. And I just love competition between the teams, but you really have a deep camaraderie. Can you talk about that a little bit? You know, um, every year we take a picture of the three of us together or, or at a dinner. We, you know, at a dinner that you, we put together. I mean, we really appreciate each other's effort and what we're doing. We all have this connection to LifeBank. And you know what? I think you got three or four teams here that just have such a competitive nature in anything that we're doing that it becomes fun. It becomes competitive. We trash talk a little bit, but uh, it's, uh, it's all good fun. And I hope to be doing it for years to come. And I hope you are, too. I hope I am, too. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about what if don't have a connection to transplant or donation. Why should the general public take time out and, as you say, go for a great walk in the morning on August 13th? Um, I, I guess I look at it as somewhere down the line, you may need a, an organ, you know, you may need a transplant, or you just want to be able to let somebody you love get a transplant, or just anybody out there. I mean, it's just the right thing to do is to bring awareness to organ donation, transplant, and that it's a thing out there. It's a viable way to extend somebody's life. But without the needed organs, we have people dying every every day. I think it's 22 people a day due to not having enough organs to be transplanted. So um, if you're not you know, already connected to transplant in one way or another, Somewhere down the line, you might be, you know. I always am blown away with the stat that you're six times more likely to need a transplant than to qualify to be an organ donor. 
So the need is, is really great. And the other issue is that technology, surgery, medications, techniques, they're all being improved daily. And so more people qualified need transplants so they can become a, a, you know, a transplant recipient, which is wonderful. But yeah, besides living donation, we need people to register to be a, a donor and step up and not only extend the recipient's life, but extend your life in a wonderful way. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's um, a cause that affects everybody. And I don't think people realize that so much. We all have that power, each and every one of us. Well, what a power it is. I mean, to think that the last act that you do on this earth is become a hero and save somebody's life. That's what organ donation is. It's your last act being heroic and life-saving. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty powerful. That's pretty strong. You're 100%, 100%. So, Griff, uh, is there anything that's happened in the last nine years besides the transplant that you just hold in your heart and that you cherish the moment because you were there? Oh, my God. It's like I actually started doing a, doing a video I was going to have put up, but I could hardly get through it. So I started going through pictures, and the theme was going to be what I did not miss. Right. Um, My kids graduation from high school and college, the birth of numerous nieces and nephews, kids, um, weddings. I mean, just all those milestones in someone's life. And I look back in the nine years of what, you know, what I would have missed. And that's just so powerful that you think, my God, you know, this person gave me these experiences. You know what I mean? They um they did not rob me of seeing seeing a sunset in in Hawaii or wherever it might be the anniversaries I've had with my own wife Linda. So I guess what you you do is you look back and say you know what what have you not missed because of organ donation? I love that view. I love that. I think that is so profound. And, you know, a lot of it is just the mundane, right? I mean, it's, you know, going to the grocery store or shopping on vacation, as you mentioned. Yeah. You know, these things we do every day, but my goodness, it's like you wouldn't be doing them. And it's just things look a little brighter for you (laughs) when you think about it. I just look at it as every day is gravy. It's just, it's extra toppings, you know. Toppings on top, for sure. Exactly. And it was all because of someone thinking ahead and saying, you know what? I want to be an organ donor. Yeah, for sure. So is there anything you want to add that I didn't ask? I'm just, I, I'm excited to see everybody again in a couple of weeks. We are currently in third place, Chris Grateful Gang. We do have almost 40 some members already. I think uh, Choose Fly we have two. So but they do have a lot of money in their account. We are looking to have a great turnout. Um, I'm hoping for 60, 70 team members. My goal is 15,000 again this year. We're halfway there. And my team usually comes in hard, very hard at, at the last couple of weeks. And you'll see those donations coming in and those members joining uh, joining Team Griff Grayhook Gang. Well, wouldn't it be great if you hit 100,000 in donations, accumulative? You're almost there. I didn't know I was at 88,000 or their team GGG was at 88,000. Yeah, I, not I, including uh, this year. So you're you're almost there. Well, you know what? You already <laughs> gave me an idea for 
another Facebook post. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Griff, I love it. And I love you and Linda. You have been wonderful to Life Bank and we can't thank you enough. And I really can't wait to give you a big hug on August 13th. I can't wait to see you either. Yeah, it may be at 7 in the morning or 7.30 in the morning. (laughs) We'll be a little groggy. A little groggy. I'll have my coffee and I'll be ready to, to walk. All right. Well, we will see you then. And thanks so much again for all you do for LifeBank and for sharing your story with us on Let's Talk About Life. No problem. Thanks, Kelly. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it.